Herbo, it's a pleasure. Um, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I want to say I'm from Chicago, but I'm from the suburbs. <laughs> but I still want to say I'm from Chicago. Nah, you're from Chicago, man. Chicago's the big, biggest, third largest city in the world because of that. Because you got to count the suburbs and the outskirts. Right. Chicago, even being from the sub, it's no place like being from here. So you, you got to say you're from All right, Chicago. I'm, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> Uh, I'm a huge fan. This is self-made. This is all about you doing it on your own, you making it. Um, and the key for me is, where did it begin? Uh, you're from where in Chicago, and who's your family? I'm from the east side. Well, they, they call it the south side, south shore area, but we call it the east side because it's way east. It's facing the beach, Lake Michigan, you know, so... Um, I'm from the east side area, 75th, 79th Street. I grew up on 75th and Kingston, 79th and Kingston. Um, I'm from a two-parent household. My mom and dad been together since my dad was 19. I think my mom was 16. Uh, they got married probably like 10, 15 years down the line. Did you have other, other siblings? Uh, I have a younger sister. My sister's 16. Just you two? Mm-hmm. That's it? Yeah, that's it. You know, and... uh. Um, I grew up really living with my grandmother also. It was all us in one household. So it was me, my mom, my dad, my sister, my grandmother, and my aunt all living in an apartment, a three-bedroom apartment. Your aunt is your uh, mother or my father's mother's side? Sister. Mother's mother's mm -hmm. sister. Mm -hmm. My mother's sister. What was that like? Um, it was um, it was unique. It was fun. You know, it, it taught me a lot. It taught me to be, you know, independent because my aunt and then um I had my mom my mom has two sisters so my grandmother she had three kids it's my mom she's the oldest and then she has two younger sisters you know and one of my aunts had she has kids so you know my cousins used to come over spend a night and you know I used to get in fights it just taught me how to be independent and you know early you know and have responsibility we had to clean up after ourselves it was so many of us you know so we had to I guess fend for myself early, you know, and I think it, it kind of made me mature. Also, I was the youngest until I had my sister. I ain't have uh, my mama had my sister when I was about seven, so I was the youngest. I was growing up around all my older cousins, learning, seeing more. I had to be smart. I don't know. It, it kind of molded me for life early. Granted, I'm much older than you. I'm the youngest of four boys, mm -hmm. and I look at myself and say. I'm the product of three people who learned their yeah, lessons yeah. before me. Exactly. So, so I feel you didn't have to make the mistakes Correct. that they did. Correct. Right. And I, more so me, too. You know, I, I had to, and I was just going to say that me seeing what they were going through and they would kind of mold, mold me for, like my cousins, they'd get into fights or whatever and make me run all the way down the block so I don't have to, you know what I'm saying, get hurt or anything happen to me. And just those type of, you know, scenarios just help me be smart and calculate my movement, you know what I'm saying, growing up, man, without them. Because by the time I got to sixth, seventh, eighth grade, they were already in high school, yeah. graduating and going to college. So I really had to grow up and be a man 
on my own, literally, you know. So, where did where did most, music become an influence for you? Um, music music has been in my family for a long time. Uh, my my uncle he passed away. His name was K Tone. Uh, he's from Chicago also, and he worked with Twista, Do or Die, Common, those kind of artists back in like the early '90s and stuff like that. And I was born in '95, you know, so. Oh God, I was, you're young. Yeah, I, I, I was born in 95, so when I was growing up, probably five from maybe one to eight, seven, I'm seeing, like, you know, Twister, Do or Die, tracks to those kind of guys around. So music already, like, was a part of my life, but I was just into sports. I always knew how to rap, too, for some reason. I was just always, like, silly and goofy. Why do you think that? Where, where did they come from? I don't know, maybe from, and I was smart, you know, I was smart, I always read a lot of books growing up, you know, I, I knew how to read at an early age, I don't even know what, how old I was, but my mom would tell you I always knew how to read. What early. did you like reading? I was in gifted classes, uh, I love Dr. Seuss books, or just any books, I used to read urban novels when I was younger, you know what I'm saying, that's probably why I'm so mature, also I used to read like urban novels and stuff that was probably like way ahead of my time when I was in high Anybody introduced you to the books, anybody? Anybody? Um, yeah, my my cousin actually used to work at a library. My cousin, um, one of my first cousins, actually my oldest, my oldest first cousin, his name Jeffrey. He used to work at a library, and I used to go to work with him when I was younger. So I just was bored. I read books, you know. <laughs> I always was smart. I was in gifted classes and stuff like that in grammar school. So I always knew how to like put words together. I was always like goofy, funny, like the rhyme. But I never took it serious because I was playing sports, you know. But I was always kind of gifted when it came to like music and wordplay all my life. And I when, wasn't shy either though. Like um, when I was younger, I, I was just watching like old videos. I used to perform at like my auntie's weddings and stuff like that, like rap form and sing songs and dance. But what does that mean? What is it perform? Like they would make me, I would be the center of attention. I would go in the middle of the dance floor and I would recite whatever song, whether it's Usher, or whatever song they made me sing, Puff Daddy, whatever was my favorite song at the time. And I probably was only like three years old, you know, like literally my whole family sitting around watching me perform and rap. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I was always just destined to do this. They ain't never think I was gonna be a rapper. Can you, uh, and I got my own father here right now, <laughs> can you appreciate the fact that your parents or your family in general supported you? Mm -hmm. Well, and the crazy part about it, yeah, I, you know, family is always your biggest support system, you know, and you gotta appreciate family. And you can never take family for granted because you always gonna have family and they always gonna be there for you. But when I like decided to rap and when I chose like rap to be, you know, what I wanted to do with my life, I, I was in the streets too, kind of, you know, so I, I, I didn't really have like the support from family because I wasn't around my family as much. I still was, came from a two-parent household, my parents still together to this day, but I was never home. I was always in the streets and then they didn't always, I wasn't making the right decisions, you know, to really take rap seriously. So they didn't even take me serious. Like they didn't think that I was going to be this, you know, successful or had the tools to really, you know, take it serious because I was a knucklehead, getting in trouble, stuff like that. So they didn't really want me to rap because they thought it was going to lead me to destruction, you know, self-destruction just by the path that I was going they, down. They th but, but I think it's important. They thought that mm -hmm. that world was a bad world for yeah, you to be just in? Just for, you know, loving me. But, I mean, it was because I was, I was in the streets and I was rapping about 
what I'm going through on a day-to-day basis, you know, and I had to mature. I was young and having to fend for myself at an early age and going through things that people who 25, 26, 30 years old not going through, you know, so my my family, they seeing it firsthand, so they didn't, you know, they didn't want me to go down that path, but rap saved me. It was a way for me to kind of, like, get everything off my chest, you know? It was like a diary for me to clear my head and just let out all the stress and everything I'm seeing and going through. What age do you think you saw where you lived was a reflection on who you were? Mm. Man, probably about 12. 13. You knew the environment you lived in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because around that age, you see it firsthand. Like, I had to really... And I didn't understand. I had a, a, a 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old mindset. Mind state. You know, I was not mature how I was. So I had... I already understood what I was up against and what type of world I was in. And I knew I had to bring myself into that world in order to survive it. But I didn't know you had to have tools or just possess certain tools to maneuver and get out of that world also. You know, I was, at that time, I was trying to just survive but stay in that world. You can't survive if you stay in that world because eventually it's going to catch up with you. You're going to end up either dead or in jail. You know, you got to remove yourself from that environment. But... I don't know. Maybe it's a, it's a Chicago thing because it's so in the news. It's yeah. so on topic. How did you, at 12, 13, how do you see that? How do you know that you're living in a world that's different from everybody else's? I don't know. I mean, I, I saw it, but I, I couldn't really understand it as much as I can now that I've seen the yeah. world and seen other places because I wasn't traveling then. But I knew just by situations, you know, like, seeing or hearing about so much violence, you know, and seeing it firsthand, seeing people get shot and people die firsthand at 12, 13 years old, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it was normal to me. I thought this was just, okay, this is life. This This is the world we live in, you know, I thought it was normal. So at that point I was accepting this is what I'm up against, you know what I'm saying? And this is my reality, but I didn't know that this is what this wasn't everyone else's reality. You know, I didn't know this is if you live in Skokie or whatever. I didn't know that your reality. This was is different, different from than my correct. reality. You know, when did music kick in for you? Um, I took music serious when I was about. Well, I say I started doing music seriously when I was about sixteen, seventeen. And serious means what? Um, going to the studio. You know really recorded inside of a studio because I started rapping over a cell phone like 60 mm-hmm. second videos with the beat the voice memos you know so taking it serious to me was going to the studio like on a daily basis you know really recording music I met Mickey Halstead and my other partner um, JB and you know really starting to take music seriously as a professional even though I was young just not getting out of high school you know still in the streets and trying to, you know, be loyal to other things, you know, other than music but, but, and myself. But forget, six, forget high school. Right. When did music become like a passion for you in the sense of hearing somebody that makes uh, an influence on you? Around, when I was in high school, I, I actually stopped, I had to stop going to high school because of music. I was doing music, making a name for myself. And it was just too much, you know. It was becoming dangerous. People starting to see me at school. Like, I was really becoming, like, kind of a 
local Chicago celebrity, you know, and I was taking it serious. I had a passion for music. I always grew up loving Joel Santana's and Jay-Z's and the Wayne's. I always had a passion for music. That's why my music was always a reflection of me and who I am because of those guys. They talked about their life and what they're going through and what they want to be five, ten years from now versus what they were five, ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what my music reflects from me as a person, and I get that from my, the people that I looked up did, to. Did you think you had a talent in, in, in the sense of uh, whether it's the lyrics or whether it's the music? Did you think you had something that mm -hmm. to share? Yeah, I did. I always, that's one thing about I didn't always know what it took or how would I get to this point, but I always felt like I was destined for this. I always felt I was destined to do music and destined to be here. and. In front of you one day, you know. But but who? Uh, it's so hard and it's for someone crazy. like me. You need yeah. support. Yeah. You need people around yeah. you. You need people seeing. Who was that? I didn't. I mean, growing up where I come from, it was just my friends, my peers. I didn't really have the support from family. I couldn't go to my mother, my father, and get support to say, "Yeah, I'm trying to rap or do this," because I was talking about stuff they didn't understand, you know what I'm saying, and stuff they probably didn't even want from me. Did they listen? Mm, yeah, they met, I think they listened. They they listened. What what was the reaction to what you were <laughs> rapping about? Um my mom, she really she she just knew she knew my reality. She knew I was rapping about my reality. So she was more so from a stay safe perspective, you know, just stay safe. I know you're doing the right thing and I was always independent on my own, I'll start taking care of myself early. So she was really just telling me like, I don't know, just make the best of it. However you gonna do, you a man, just make the best of it, stay out of trouble. That was always her perspective from it. Cause she knew I was talking about my reality. I wasn't more so just cussing, oh yeah, rapping and disrespecting women and- When, like when you were in school, did people respect what you're doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do you know, well, why? Because it was it was <clears throat> authentic, it was genuine, like it was me. They knew me as a person. They knew I was a, I, I am a good person. I always, you know, I have a good heart, and I always and I'm and my music reflects me and my life and what I'm going through, my reality. Like by the time I was 17, I had already lost 10, 15 close friends that I'm hanging with on a day to day. So my music was just reflecting my reality, what I'm going through, you know police brutality, stuff like that, you know, just growing up and not knowing if <clears throat> not knowing if you're going to see tomorrow, today. Not waking up knowing if you're going to live to see tomorrow and accepting it. Knowing it's your reality and accepting it. That's what my music was. And they respected it because it was genuine. It's true to me. Do you think, do you think that, because it's hard for me, someone like me, it's terrible to say, <laughs> to appreciate that. Do you think the, the people that hear your music get what you were going through? Mm -hmm. Why? For sure. Why? It touched them. I, I, I know for sure, I'm 100% sure that my music touched the people the way that I want them to because they tell me, it reflects on me. I hear people come and tell me I helped them get through what they were going through. They may have lost a brother. I heard people say they lost their sister, their grandmother, their best friend, and, they, and my music helped them get through it. It helped them stay strong and keep their head up and understand what come with life, and I have to maneuver through these situations 
so it don't overtake me. So I don't be in this situation. I got to keep a strong head, a strong mind, and focus on how I'm going to get out of this situation. Do, and her music helped me do that. Do, do you think, we're jumping ahead, but do you think a sense of responsibility? Yeah. Do you feel it? Yeah, I feel like I am the voice for the people. I am, I do. It is my responsibility to give back and help people. If I, and and I know this is off subject, but I learned something when um, I had got into an incident. Um, everyone knows I had went to jail. I, I went to jail. I got an incident, and someone, I and I went to a class because I, you know, I just try to feed my mind by any I went to a class. I was reading. Somebody told me, when it's not about when you die or however, people always say, yeah, you a legend or whatever. What what did you do? Can you say, can every person, without anybody knowing, you don't have to be a celebrity, you know, anything. When you die, can you say, I did something to change one person's life or I made a difference to make the world better in any way? Can you say that when you die, if you die today? And I felt like I could. I felt like I helped people get through situations. I felt like if I die today, I can literally be comfortable with myself and happy and say, I made the world. Did, did you learn that I made after a or before? In the world, somehow. Did you know that after or before? Um, when I heard it, I kind of felt it right then. Like, I, I can say I did that. You know, I didn't ever think of like that before I heard it. So after, I would say. I look at it and when I see Chicago and you hear everything on the news and see everything in the news, to me, I look at you and I think, oh my God, what a tremendous sense of responsibility. Here's a person who is known, who's becoming known, who everyone uh, in in the city knows who you are. What's that like? In the sense of just knowing that people are looking at you saying, I, either I'm going to be like him or what's he doing next? Right. What's that like? Um, it feels good. It's, like you said, it's a, it's a big responsibility because you have to, Set example. I always and and the thing with me is especially that I'm a father. And even before I was a father, I always wanted to set a good example for the kids, the youth, because that's the future. You know, like I'm 22 now, but I was just 16, 15, and I know my mindset was totally different. And if I had somebody right now with the mindset I had now to tell me when I was 15, 16, I would have been a lot better off by now. You know, so I try to just share that light, share that light as much as I could. Do you remember the point where someone came up to you for the first time and said, I know who you are? Uh, I, can't, I can't say I remember the first time, but I, I can say I remember the feeling. It was crazy. I, kinda, I almost didn't like it because I'm not used to attention. You know, I'm not really used to Why? people. Uh, I don't know. I'm not shy. I wouldn't say I'm shy, but just, I guess, the way I grew up, you know, just the way I was brought up in the streets, you just never wanted to be in the spotlight. You know, just, oh, everybody everybody know you. Everywhere you go, you don't know this person, but they know you. You know what I'm saying? So I had to get used thing? to it. Is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing at all, you know, but I, it's just something you got to get used to. Yeah. Do you think music, because I can imagine it's affect, it affects me what I do in the sense of uh, can I do better? Can I do more? Can I get the audience to appreciate me yeah, more? Yeah, for sure. Do you feel that pressure? Yeah, all the time. And I always, and I always felt like it's always something I could be better at all the time. You know, like right now, my main focus is my shows. I'm just trying to become a much better performer, you know, and I know I can. I know that's one area 
in my music where I could improve tremendously. So why not focus Do you on think uh, a song I listen to, which I love, which is Kill Sh <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Does that for you, the impetus for where you are today? Was that the beginning of something? Yeah, definitely. I Why? definitely would say it was the beginning of something special because um, I, it was more so a song that made a statement naturally. Like we didn't know when we dropped it that it was gonna get this much national attention, but it made a national statement. It was getting tweets from Kevin Durant, Drake, Waka Flocka. That's how I met Nicki Minaj from that song. She came and reached out and told me personally she came and reached out because the kid song influenced her to do the Chirac song. So it was definitely a crazy turning point for me and Baby Career, I'm sure. What do you think your talent is? Mm, my talent? I wouldn't even, I mean, of course, rap, but I wouldn't say rap is my talent. Like, I think just me being able to really touch people, because you could rap, you could be able to rap, but I think the effect that I have on people may be my talent. Like, even when people may prejudge me, of course, people always gonna have some type of perception of me in their head just from hearing my music. And then when they meet me, it may be the totally opposite of what they may think of me, you know what I'm saying? So I just think the effect that I leave on people and it could last a, an entire lifetime. You know, I may not see people for years to come. Do, do you think, uh, I guess, let's put a perspective, when was it that you felt like I'm somebody? I don't know. I never, I mean, I gotta always feel like it because the way I move and just, you know, just the way I think, but I never really had that point where I'm like, oh, I, don't, I, don't, I guess that's the humble side of me kicking in because I always want to go further. I always, it's, I'm always challenging myself to be better. Every day, I'll, I want to be just as good as Nas and Hope. That's who I compare myself to, like, yeah. not my peers. Why them? Because those, I mean, why not? <laughs> I mean, you know, Hove has changed the music, music culture in so many ways. He's a billion dollar brand himself, you know. He's from the streets. He comes, you ha I always compare myself to people who come from exactly what I come from it made something totally different from it, because that's what I'm trying to do. Do you, do you really think he comes from the same place you do? Not the same place, but he comes from the type of environment. I know he comes from negativity. He comes from a bunch of peer pressure. I know it was a bunch of obstacles that he had to overcome to get to where he's at, for sure. I'm 100% positive. So that's what I try to it motivate me to do the same thing because I know it's a bunch of obstacles that I've already overcome and I'm not even halfway to where I want to be in life. When I think of the, the XXL freshman class, there's some great artists on there. Do you feel the pressure? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course, especially for my peers because I'm right now I'm, I'm, I'm amongst a lot of talented artists. So. For sure, a lot of talented artists, and it's a lot of money to get out here. Everybody getting richer, everybody recording more music, so it's always pressure. But just the way I grew up and the way I think, I can't focus on it. I gotta focus on me, cause the moment I start feeling like, oh, damn, he been he been getting too much attention, he making too much music, or he going too crazy, that's when I'm gonna really fall off. If I'm 
If I'm going crazy while he going crazy, we both moving. I can't be moving if I'm looking, stopping, trying to see how fast you moving, you know? So that's one thing I don't focus on. But it is pressure for sure because music is changing. Music is changing. You could become a star like that. From my perspective, it's tough because I look at you when I say, uh, it's tough. I, I feel like you're, maybe you don't see this, but from an outsider, thinking mm -hmm. of Chicago and thinking all the issues, issues it has, it's on you. <laughs> really. Because you're somebody. Yeah, I like that you, I like you kick it to me like that too, man. I like but that you it, kick it to me like that, bro. It's on me. Like I, and, I, and that's crazy you say that because I feel responsible for the youth when 14-year-olds go out and kill each other and it's eight-year-olds getting killed and women getting killed in cars. I feel responsible for it. Honestly, I feel bad. And I want to tell people, this is not the way to live. This is not the way. I don't know if I influence you. I don't know if my music influenced you. But just growing up, the way we grew up, we understood you get out of life what you put in. It's not just gladiator mode, the wild, wild west. Like, I don't want Chicago to look bad like that. Chicago's always been a violent city. We've had Al Capone's. We had the Jeff Forge, the Larry Hoover's. We had organized crime since forever. It's never been this kind of negative light shine on Chicago because I feel like there is no leadership. There is nobody to say, hey, let's love each other. Let's try to build the youth. Let's try to give jobs to our families, you know, let's start having black-owned businesses. And, you know, like my partner was just said, I really want to go and touch on these subjects. Because, but I am trying to rebuild my neighborhood. We are building multimedia facilities on the south side of Chicago to get back to people who do want to do music and producers and videographers and people who just want to perfect their craft and get out of the streets. Because we, we had it to an extent when I was growing up, but it was canceled by the time I was a freshman, sophomore in high school, when we really needed it. It was over with already. We didn't have after-school programs and AAU basketball teams for kids to really be out of the streets and have something productive to do and jobs to be able to provide for their families. Because if you provide for your family and able to take care of people, you got people depending on you, it make you not want to go do negative things to risk your freedom. That's what changed me. That's what saved my life, music. When I was able to take care of my mother, put her in the house, I knew she needed me to pay rent every month. Now she depended on me. My sister depended on me. And I got my community depending on me. Because believe it or not, when my homies and people go to jail, people die, I got to pay for the funerals in those areas. Like people, I may not be in touch with my neighborhood for months, but when somebody pass away, they come in to get in contact with me because I got to pay for the funeral. So I am actually responsible for all of this. But I feel like let's just change the entire thought process so it won't be any murders, so it won't be no unnecessary killing, so it won't be no more people living in poverty. We got black-owned businesses. We got stores in the neighborhood. We got landscaping companies because I'm buying buildings in my area and giving jobs to the felons and the people who, who got a bad past who can't really change and better their life now and they able to take care of their family and there's no time to kill, go out and rob and go do negative things. I am trying to do this with my music, but I'd rather let it be seen than said, you know? I'd rather just really yeah, I think go out and do it. How old are you? 22. Dang. <laughs> I wish I was, your knowledge base, what you're saying, what you're spewing, what you're doing, God bless. 
this is beyond self-made. This is about, Thanks, man. it's not just self-made. It's about you giving back to everybody. And uh, dang, I cheers to you. <laughs> man, thanks. Cheers. Appreciate it, bro. Cheers. Thanks, man. I'm, I'm just happy to be here, man. Thank you.